on May 10th, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere. This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. I stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Only in theaters May 10th. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Hi, everybody. Good morning. That rare winter warm-up, not over yet. Even more records are ready to fall. Good morning. It is February the 27th. This is Today. Mercury rising. We are enjoying summer in February. Tens of millions celebrating June-like temperatures in the middle of winter. Record highs shattered in more than 100 cities from the Midwest and the South. With more on the way, Al has everything we need to know before the cold weather returns. Primary day, polls opening up this morning in Michigan. A high-stakes moment for Nikki Haley, looking to finally break through with voters in the Republican race. While Donald Trump and President Biden gear up for a showdown at the border, the messages they are sending with dueling trips on the same day. Close to a deal, the White House hopeful for a ceasefire between Israel and Hamas in the coming days. Just ahead, what we're learning about the potential agreement and what it could mean for the Americans still being held hostage. Mystery in the Caribbean. A Virginia couple feared dead after their boat was attacked and hijacked by three escaped prisoners. Their sons left searching for answers. All of those emotions are going through our head at the same time. We'll have the very latest. All that plus dynamic decision. Wendy's new plan to add surge pricing to the menu, charging you more during the busy lunch and dinner rush. Inside the controversial move that could shake up the entire fast food industry. And billion dollar surprise. The Albert Einstein College of Medicine will be tuition free. The unprecedented gift that sent med students in a frenzy and the woman behind the very generous donation. Today, Tuesday, February 27th, 2024. From NBC News, this is Today with Savannah Guthrie and Hoda Kotb. Live from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza. Good morning, good morning. Good to see you. Welcome to today. It's a Tuesday morning. So glad you're with us. Can you imagine if you're one of those students in the audience when that announcement was oh, made? The relief, yes. the spontaneous joy, a billion dollar wow. gift means these medical students aren't going to pay any tuition love whatsoever. We we'll love that. Yeah. We're going to get to that a little bit later. Let's get to our top story, though, that late winter warm up. Take a look at this. OK, this is not spring break in Miami Beach or this is not Southern Cal. This is Dallas, Texas. It was 94 degrees there yesterday. That, by the way, more than 30 degrees above average. Dallas, just one of more than 100 cities to hit records yesterday, including 88 in Oklahoma City, 73 in Indianapolis. This is all part of a wild weather week, including, sad to say it, the next winter storm already on the move and the return of much colder and more seasonal temperatures. Okay, we got it all covered. We're going to have Al's full forecast, but let us get started with NBC's Priscilla Thompson, who's right there in Dallas. Hey, Priscilla. 
Hey guys, good morning. As you can see, the splash pads here and across the city are already hard at work and it is only February. It comes as the city could break a more than 100 year old record as temperatures soar to nearly 90. This morning, an unusual winter warm-up, with the Midwest getting a glimpse of spring as the South sees summer-like temps. We are enjoying summer in February. The sunshine is much needed. Dallas reaching 94 degrees, smashing a record set in 1917, more than 30 degrees above average. The warmth stretching across the Great Plains. The higher temps also raising the risk of wildfires. With strong winds and dry conditions, putting 22 million under red flag warnings Monday. It all comes as the Northeast is experiencing one of the warmest winters on record. Cheers to the groundhog predicting an early spring. But the unseasonable heat is setting up a weather whiplash. After hitting 80 today, St. Louis will drop to 38 degrees by Wednesday. As Chicago and New York prepare to see temps plummet more than 20 degrees in a 12-hour span. Winter set to make a return as some Americans soak up the heat. And folks here should savor the heat because tomorrow the highs are expected to be 54 degrees. That is a more than 30 degree drop. Hoda. All right, Priscilla Thompson for us there. She's in the perfect spot in Dallas, by the way. Thank you, Priscilla. Little jealousy's uh-huh. there. What, all right, Al, what do you got on your map? Well, well unfortunately, as Priscilla was, was alluding to, we're going to see this temperature drop. And part of that is because this cold front is going to bring severe weather for 41 million people from Chicago, Detroit, Cleveland, Columbus, Paducah. We're talking wind gusts of up to 60 miles per hour, tornadoes likely, also damaging hail. We're talking golf ball size hail. This is the first time this early in the season in this region to see this kind of thing from Kalamazoo down to Evansville, Indianapolis, uh, Lima, 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 Ohio. We're looking today, this powerful system producing rain and snow, an afternoon risk across the Midwest for that severe weather. Some of these could be nocturnal tornadoes. Tomorrow, cold front hits the northeast and the mid-Atlantic states with heavy rain, much colder with snow squalls right behind it. We're talking anywhere from one to three inches of rain stretching from Elkins, West Virginia to Nantucket. And look at this. Today, tomorrow, we could see 77 cities set record highs. Marquette, Michigan, Sault Ste. Marie, Dallas. Uh, We're looking at Louisville, Lexington, Binghamton, Bangor, Caribou, Maine may set records. For today, New York's going to be 57. That's 12 degrees above average. Little Rock, 83. Dallas, 89. And then tomorrow, that warmth stays. New York City could get to 62 degrees, maybe even a little warmer. DC 75, Atlanta 73 degrees, but then behind that cold front, bam, we drop the hammer. 25 to 50 degrees colder. We're going to look at that a little bit later in the in the broadcast. But guys, this is a big change coming. So it's the up and down. I think we're going to see the temperature roller coaster. Oh, yeah. You know, you know okay. how you like that. I know. We're going to bring that to you a little later. All right, cool. All right, Al, thank you so much. We'll check in later. Meantime, it's an important day in the presidential race. Both Republicans and Democrats are heading to the primary polls in the key swing state of Michigan. And we've learned that later this week, Donald Trump and President President Biden will be making dueling trips to the southern border. NBC's Gabe Gutierrez is in Dearborn, Michigan. He's following all of these developments. Hey, Gabe, good morning. Hey there, Hoda. Good morning. The polls just opened in this high school cafeteria. And by all accounts, this is an unusual primary in a key swing state. 
Former President Trump is pretending that his rival Nikki Haley doesn't exist. And meanwhile, President Biden's biggest challenger really doesn't. This morning, a high-stakes primary is underway in Michigan, the critical swing state that Donald Trump won in 2016 but swung to Joe Biden in 2020. Now, President Biden facing fierce backlash from the state's huge Arab-American population, demanding he support a ceasefire in Gaza. Some now plan to vote uncommitted in protest. You cannot continue to use my American tax dollars to um, aid and abet in an ongoing genocide of my people. Michigan's governor, Gretchen Whitmer, is a national co-chair of the Biden campaign. What if uncommitted has a strong showing in this primary? I think there will be a sizable number of votes for uncommitted. I think that it is um, every person's right to make their statement about what's important to them. Whitmer also brushing off concerns over Mr. Biden's age. What do you say to those people within the Democratic Party who would like a candidate, a younger candidate such as yourself, to replace President Biden? I would say the train's out of the station. Get on board. Overnight, the 81-year-old president speaking out on Late Night with Seth Meyers, comparing himself to the Republican frontrunner, who's 77. Number one, you got to take a look at the other guy. He's about as old as I am. Number two, (laughs) it's about how old your ideas are. And a showdown coming between the two this week. Mr. Trump is planning to visit the southern border on Thursday. Now President Biden says he's going to, setting up a dramatic split screen over immigration. I've been planning to go Thursday. What I didn't know is uh, my good friend apparently is gone. And overnight, the president slamming Mr. Trump and House Republicans for the stalled border funding deal. He's saying, no, don't do that because that'll help Biden. Help Biden? It's about not about Biden, it's about the United States of America. And here in Michigan, Nikki Haley faces an uphill battle after that sizable defeat in her home state over the weekend. But she remains defiant and will head on a nine-state campaign swing heading into Super Tuesday, Hoda. Yeah, she says she's not giving up. So meantime, all of this is happening while we're wondering about this potential government shutdown in Washington. So where do things stand there? Yeah, Hoda, Democrats and Republicans have until Friday at midnight to agree on a funding deal to avoid a partial government shutdown that could impact everything from food aid programs to air travel. Well, today, President Biden is set to meet with congressional leaders, including House Speaker Mike Johnson at the White House, to try and hash out a deal, Hoda. All right, Gabe Kudieras for us. Uh, Gabe, thank you so much. To the war in the Middle East, President Biden now saying he is hopeful that by next Monday there will be a ceasefire between Israel and Hamas. NBC's Raf Sanchez joins us from Tel Aviv this morning. Raf, good morning. What's the latest on those negotiations? Savannah, good morning. These are the most optimistic words we've heard from any world leader about the prospect of getting a deal to pause the fighting in Gaza, get humanitarian aid in, and get at least some of those hostages out. This is what the president said. My national security advisor tells me that we're close. We're close. It's not done yet. And my hope is by next Monday, we'll have a ceasefire. Now, both Israel and Hamas say there are still significant gaps between them. And so something is going to have to give if the president's goal of a deal by next week is going to be reached. The focus of the negotiations right now is on a proposal from the CIA director that would free around 40 Israeli hostages, including women, in exchange for around 100 Palestinian prisoners being held in Israeli jails. The president also said Israel has committed to suspending military activity inside Gaza 
Gaza during the Islamic holy month of Ramadan. I spoke to an Israeli official this morning. He says that commitment only holds if a deal does come together. Savannah. Raf, I know you have news on another item that U.S. Air Force member who set himself on fire outside the Israeli embassy in Washington. He died from his injuries. What more do you know? That's right. He's now been identified as 25-year-old Aaron Bushnell, the Air Force, saying overnight he was a cyber defense specialist and a senior airman based out of an intelligence unit in Texas. He died after setting himself on fire, calling Israel's war in Gaza a genocide and shouting free Palestine as the flames engulfed him. The Air Force says they are still investigating the exact circumstances of his death. Savannah. All right. Raf Sanchez in Tel Aviv. Thank you. Also this morning, new body cam video shedding more light on the shooting at Pastor Joel Osteen's megachurch in Houston earlier this month. NBC's Emily Akeda is here with that story. Hey, Em, good morning. Hey, good morning to you. The roughly 25 minutes of video released by Houston police show numerous angles of the terror inside the church, including when police confronted the shooter. The disturbing images come just over two weeks since the deadly incident. And we want to warn you, the video is disturbing. This morning, new video from Houston police capturing the barrage of gunfire that sent worshippers scrambling for their lives inside Joel Osteen's Houston mega church. I got one female shooting I'm pinned down on the walking. Authorities say the shooter, identified as 36-year-old Genesee Moreno, tried to enter the sanctuary, which was locked, so began firing in the lobby just ahead of a Spanish service. Let's approach. We need to approach. Come on. One officer heard praying before running towards the gunfire. Father God, just be with us. Police say one 47-year-old church member was shot in the hip and Moreno was gunned down after making bomb threats. Stand out! Police never found any explosives. The TABC agent told Ms. Moreno to put her weapon down, but she refused. The agent fired his duty weapon again, striking her. She was declared deceased at the scene. Moments before the gunfire, security footage shows Moreno pulling up to the church in a trench coat and walking in with a backpack, two rifles and her seven year old son. The young boy is seen covering his ears during the shooting and at one point appears to reach for his mother. He was struck in the head during the shootout, but it's not clear who shot him. Over the weekend, his grandmother posted on Facebook that he's making progress and now is breathing well, but may soon face his sixth surgery since the incident. Houston's police chief tweeting, no child should ever be placed in that position. He needs our support and prayers. Pastor Joel Osteen moved to tears upon returning to Sunday services. I mean, the woman was troubled and it's, you know, nobody brings their son or comes to some place to do that. So I guess I just felt the, the gravity of it all. There is still no word on what's believed to have motivated this devastating shooting, but investigators say Moreno was carrying an AR-15 with the word Palestine written on it, and they found anti-Semitic writings during a search of her home. This remains, of course, an active investigation. Guys. All right, Emily Aketa for us. Emily, thank you. All right, we're turning on to an important health alert, and we say good morning to Craig. Welcome back. Hey, Hi. it's good to be back, Savannah. Good, good, good morning. Good morning to you as well. A norovirus outbreak is impacting communities nationwide now, including here in the Northeast, the highly contagious bug spreading steadily, and the CDC says it is crucial that everyone takes precautions and stay healthy and safe. So 
We brought in NBC News medical contributor, Dr. Tara Narula, with everything we need to know. So, Dr. Narula, it feels like we do talk about norovirus every year, every other year or so. Remind us again, what is it and who's most at risk for catching? Well, this is the dreaded virus that leaves us in the bathroom for about a day or two. We've all been there. This is one of the leading causes of acute gastroenteritis. It's very contagious, as you mentioned, and really can affect anyone, any age. Um, it's responsible for about 2,000 outbreaks a year, 19 million illnesses a year, and almost 100,000 hospitalizations. So very common. We do see this kind of seasonal pattern where it kind of begins to peak up in November. It lasts till about April. It's spread by really person-to-person contact or even food or touching contaminated surfaces. Um, and really, you just need a small exposure to a small number of viral particles to get infected. Um, and it's very hard to disinfect and clean it. It's very resistant to a lot of standard cleaners and even heat or cold. So we see it a lot on cruise ships and schools. It yeah. just can get rampant. Yeah, one of my daughters, I think, had it. She had it for a day. And I actually asked the doctor, like, is this norovirus? And they said, well, we could test for it, but you kind of treat it the way you Correct. treat a lot of these uh, kind of issues. So how do you treat it if your kid has it? Exactly. So a lot of it is about hydration, hydration. Yeah. And sometimes it's hard with little kids to keep up, but really mm-hmm. oral hydration, rehydration therapies like Pedialyte, Gatorade, or sports drinks, and really staying on top of it. Sometimes we'll give antiemetics or medicines that prevent the vomiting. Mm-hmm. Um, you also want to clean your surfaces, as I mentioned, uh, with a standard bleach and water mm-hmm. solution because it's not uh, cl- treated by many uh, standard cleansers. Mm -hmm. Uh, You also want to use water and soap to wash your hands because sanitizer, alcohol-based treatments like that don't really work either. Wash your foods, uh, vegetables and fruits, cook shellfish, uh, and stay home if you're sick. Don't prepare food for your kids if you have it for while you're sick and even the two days after. Mm. Um, But nausea, vomiting, abdominal Mm -hmm. pain, diarrhea, fever, muscle aches, Mm -hmm. headache, these are some of the standard symptoms. Oh, yeah. That's a good reminder. Everyone thinks hand sanitizer will kill everything, not this. Correct. Okay. Yes. Thank Wash you, those Dr. hands. 20 Dr. seconds. Yes. <laughs> Sing happy birthday happy twice. 20 seconds. Exactly. Yeah, okay. We got you. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. All right. Let us check in with Mr. Roker. He's got the rest of the national forecast. Hey, Al. That's right, guys. We've got a wide area in the Southern Plains where we've got this fire weather threat for elevated risk to critical risk. Wind gust of 35 miles per hour and low humidity. Rest of the country for today, those severe storms firing up. In the Midwest, record highs from stretching all the way from Texas up into Minneapolis. Heavier snow back behind this front that's going to bring bring some big cold temperature changes. We're going to get to that and look at plenty of sunshine out west. And that's your latest weather. Guys. Thank you, Uh, Thank you. Still to come, new details on a disturbing story. A, A Virginia couple feared dead after their yacht was hijacked by three escaped prisoners. It happened in the Caribbean. Their family and police are now speaking out about this danger. We'll have the very latest. Plus, you've probably been hit with surge pricing at hotels and ride shares. How about fast food? Uh, A popular chain, etc., introduced that to their menu. So it's impact on your orders and if other restaurants will follow suit. We say we hope not. How do you get a surge price? They're going to get a frosty reception for us. (laughs) This is today on NBC. That's good. Maybe we'll get a frosty (laughs) out of that. That, that, No, you won't. No. (laughs) On May 10th, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere. This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. I stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. 
Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Only in theaters May 10th. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging to connect with candidates faster. Plus, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash today just go to indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about indeed on this podcast indeed.com slash today conditions apply need to hire you need indeed Seven thirty. can you feel the energy uh-huh. You're going to feel it at the Academy Awards. Listening to the fans who were begging for it, it appears Ryan Gosling will indeed perform his surprise hit from Barbie on the Oscar stage. Carson's got all the details in pop stars. It's really happening? It's happening. It's going to be a treat. All right. It's going to be good. Uh, We do have a busy half hour ahead. They're starting with a really frightening story out out of the Caribbean. Yeah, an American couple missing and now feared dead after their yacht was attacked and hijacked by a group of escaped prisoners in Grenada. And this morning, their sons are now speaking out. NBC's Liz Kreutz has the story for us this morning. Hi, Liz. Good morning. Hey, guys, good morning. This is just awful. That couple from Virginia had been living on their yacht for years, their dream life, sailing from place to place in the Caribbean, now with this nightmare ending. And family and friends are desperate for answers about how and why this happened. This morning, there's an ongoing search in the Caribbean for a retired Virginia couple missing and presumed dead after they were allegedly attacked by escaped prisoners who hijacked their yacht off the island nation of Grenada. The suspects committed several criminal acts, including bodily harm to the couple. The terrifying incident unfolding 10 days ago. Authorities say Kathy Brandle and Ralph Hendry, who have lived on their yacht Simplicity for a decade, were anchored in the harbor when these three fugitives who escaped that same day targeted their boat and attacked them. Shock, despair, fear, sadness, hope, love. All of those emotions are going through our head at the same time. The couple's sons, Nick and Brian, detailing a violent scene on board. An altercation of violence took place on the boat, which is clear evidence seen from um, blood on the boat, as well as their possessions being thrown around and strewn around all over. Grenada police believe the suspects threw the couple overboard before making their way to the nearby island of St. Vincent, where the yacht was found abandoned. Police arresting the escaped prisoners, but Kathy and Ralph have not been found. Based on the investigation thus far, it is presumed that Ralph Hendry and Kathy Brandel are deceased. The shocking attack rocking the tight-knit sailing community and raising questions about safety in the Caribbean. It seems like a bad Hollywood movie. Rob Mahar is a fellow sailor and the couple's emergency contact. What are the questions you have right now? It's hard to think of their last moments um, with with, uh, the idea that they might have been thrown overboard alive, bloodied. Uh, 
It's difficult to conceive for a friend. Their family describing Kathy and Ralph as a joyful, loving couple who were living out their golden years by fulfilling their dream of sailing at sea. Well, these escape prisoners are in custody. So what's next in this investigation, Liz? Well, Savannah, local authorities say the suspects are cooperating with their investigation. So far, they've been charged with immigration-related charges for unlawfully going to St. Vincent. The couple's sons, in the meantime, have made their way to the Caribbean, and the U.S. State Department is now also involved in coordinating with local authorities as the search continues, Savannah. So sad. All right. Liz, thank you very much. It's a terrible story. Um, Coming up, an online warning that actually came to our attention after the release of your new book, Savannah. Imposters selling fakes that appear to be linked to popular titles. We're going to show you how to spot that scam and how to protect your money. Plus, get ready to pay a little bit more for fast food. Surge pricing is heading to a menu on one popular chain. Christine Romans is on that story for us. Hey, Christine. Good morning. Airlines do it. So do hotels and ride shares. But is surge pricing, dynamic pricing coming to your fast food menu? I'll have that right after the break. On May 10th, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere. This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. I stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Only in theaters May 10th. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Hi, everyone. I'm Jenna Bush Hager from Today with Hoda and Jenna and the Read with Jenna book club. There's nothing I love more than sharing my favorite reads with all of you, except maybe talking to the exceptional authors behind these stories. And that's what I'll be doing on my podcast, Read with Jenna. I'll be introducing you to some of my favorite writers. These conversations will leave you feeling inspired and entertained. To start listening, just search Read with Jenna wherever you get your podcasts. We're back 738 this morning on In Depth Today, a move by Wendy's that's getting a lot of attention this morning. The popular fast food chain is announcing that it will experiment with surge pricing. NBC's senior business correspondent, Christine Romans, here with everything we need to know. They're coming for our burgers. Ah, Good morning. Good morning. Maybe they're going to test this. It's called dynamic pricing. It's a common practice for hotels, for airlines, even ride shares. You change the price of services depending on demand. But this latest announcement from Wendy's has many wondering, is this coming for your burger next? The latest Baconator isn't the only new item hitting Wendy's menu. The fast food giant planning to test out dynamic pricing as early as 2025. It's a practice that charges different prices for the same items based on demand throughout the day. For example, a cheeseburger and fries could cost you more during the lunch rush than during a down period. I would not never expected a fast food restaurant to do that. On a call with investors, Wendy's CEO Kirk Tanner says his company will invest $20 million on digital menu boards, allowing customers to see the updated prices. Beginning as early as 2025, we will begin testing more enhanced features like dynamic pricing and day part offerings, along with AI-enabled menu changes and suggestive selling. Fast food restaurants already dealing with blowback on soaring prices from their customers as stories of $18 Big Macs and $7 Egg McMuffins at McDonald's went viral. Now adding dynamic pricing to the mix could potentially be damaging to the industry. 
I don't think anyone's going to pay extra for the exact same thing that they were getting for less. In fact, one survey finding 36% of consumers would order less often from restaurants adopting the practice. They'll have to be really careful about not angering consumers who are already kind of inflation-weary. And that's actually what's made the industry very sort of hesitant to dive fully in. There are definite risks involved. And they really don't want to anger customers. But these fluctuating prices are nothing new to inflation-fatigued consumers, who are used to seeing surging prices on everything from airlines to concert tickets, like Taylor Swift's Eras Tour Ticketmaster drama. And rideshares like Lyft and Uber notoriously face backlash from consumers when riders see unexpected costs. But experts say this is a rare move from the fast food industry, which has been hesitant to sink its teeth into varying prices. This would be a big deal for restaurants if this was widely adopted. And it's really going to depend on how customers react. You know, customers are okay with it. You'll see more of it. And if Wendy's test doesn't work for whatever reason, you might not see it that often. So we reached out to Wendy's telling us in a statement overnight this dynamic pricing can allow Wendy's to be competitive and flexible with pricing, motivate customers to visit and provide them with the food they love at a great value. Uh. Yeah, I, I mean, he's got a bad taste. Yeah, I'll just say, I mean, it feels like we're constantly being taken advantage of as, as as customers. Is it reasonable to believe that if Wendy's does this, that everyone else will follow suit? It's a test that begins in 2025. We asked the other chains. We asked Burger King. We asked at McDonald's. They didn't respond, but KFC said it has no uh, no plans at this time to try dynamic pricing on its menu. The fast food industry has been reticent to do this in the past. Uh, but we'll see if these new menu boards, dynamic menu boards, look, if the, if the burger's cheaper later in the day, that might entice me, to be okay. honest. Right. No, but if you work a shift and your lunch hour is between 12 and 1 and you just have time to go grab a burger and that's the time that they're the, the price the highest, yeah. that would just be incredibly frustrating. They're busiest, so it's slower and yeah. costs more. I don't, yeah. think I, like of, it. I don't think of fast food like an airline ticket. I don't, yeah. you know, yeah. but yeah. that's the same kind of model, like yeah. an airline ticket mm. model. Thanks for making us angry. <laughs> yeah. You're welcome. Welcome. I you. am your fast food outrage correspondent. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. There you go. As Craig said, yeah. Yeah. Right. what's up, broker? All right. Time for the temperature roller coaster, baby. Let's get on. Keep your hands and feet inside the vehicle. So we're going up. Amarillo, 75. Oklahoma City today, 85. Kansas City, 78. Des Moines, you're going to be 23 degrees. It's above average at 64. Green Bay, 66. Oh, here we go. Oh, coin front moves through. Chicago, you drop. 44 degrees to 30 tomorrow, 39 degree drop in Green Bay, 31 degree drop in Des Moines, Kansas City, a 37 degree drop. Oh, here we go again. Dallas, 34 degrees down. We're down 36 degrees in Albaline tomorrow. Oklahoma City down 35. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I shouldn't have had that Slurpee. Okay. Anyway, uh, and the temperature swing later in the week, New York City on Wednesday, 62. We're down to 41 on Thursday. Richmond, 73, down to 53 on Friday. Atlanta, you're 73 on Wednesday. You're down to 51 degrees on Friday. So temperature's taking that big plunge. That's what's going on around. I look over at Craig Melvin. Back fresh from his vacation. <laughs> and we're calling you now, Mr. Dark and Lovely. <laughs> I want my block. Yeah. I want my something block. I reapply. But you can't tell, huh? I oh, thought you were going to uh, say the boy from Ipanema. Yeah. 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 You're beautiful. Uh, you, the glow. You, you the glow. are. You are. You're just so Thank crazy. you so much. It's good to be back. Yeah. It's good to have you back. It's all going on right here. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Love it. Guys, just ahead, a can't miss warning for parents. If your kids are constantly using their earbuds or their headphones, the hidden health hazards they pose. 
and what you can do to limit those risks. I love that story. A special morning boost coming up right after this. Welcome back. Carson's here. Welcome. Morning. And Craig's back. Everybody's back. Ready. Here's a boost for you guys. An incredible surprise yesterday for the students at Albert Einstein College oh. of Medicine right here in New York. Get this. Thanks to a $1 billion donation, tuition will be free for all students going forward. I'm happy to share with you that starting in August this year, the Albert Einstein College of Medicine will be tuition-free. Wow, that's amazing. Oh. Oh. They're like, wow. what's she say? Imagine oh. the senior that just graduated last year. <laughs> <laughs> but by the way, they are doing some back pay, Carsey, just so you know. The donation is the largest ever made to any medical school in the country. It will ensure that no student at Einstein will have to pay tuition again ever. Man. So here's the donor, Ruth L. Gotsman. She's a former professor at the college and a widow of a Wall Street financier. Dr. Gotsman said her donation would enable new doctors to begin their careers without any medical school. Yeah, is that Very amazing? Cool. Oh, Not just amazing. for the students, but yes. for society. Yes. We need more doctors. Yep. You Very know. cool. I love the Oprah effect, too, of just letting yeah. everybody know. Yeah, yeah. we're going for free. Wow. That's great stuff, Hody. Thanks for that. All right, speaking of surprises, Jenna is in the driver's seat of a colorful bus that's actually a mobile bookstore. Cool. And she's got an epic one on the way with a remarkable woman who started it for her community. You're not going to want to miss this one. We'll have it for you. How'd that look? 